Hi, everyone. It's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. You know, there's one thing that uh, if you're a small business owner that you have in common with all other small business owners, and that is you probably have employees that are concerned about their health and the cost of of providing for their health coverage. And uh, if that's you, then you're in luck today. Our guest today is Gene Hino from Gene Hino, Inc., and I'm going to tell you something. Uh, when you think of Gene Hino, the letters GH stand for something else, Group Health Insurance. And Gene's going to talk to us about everything you need to know about Group Health, what's going on, what's the status of it, uh, and a wealth of knowledge. And we're also going to talk about other types of benefits. So, Gene, welcome. Thanks so much for joining us today, and pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Bill. Uh, good morning to you, and uh, and uh, happy to be uh, participating this morning. Gene, uh, you and I see each other quite a bit in, in the world of Orange County networking and a group called Provisors, and that's, that's a good thing. It's a great group of individuals. But if you would, uh, our listeners... Uh, would like to know a little bit about you and your background. So tell us, uh, tell us about you and what you've been doing all these many years and your expertise uh, with regards to group health. <laughs> well, sure, absolutely, Bill. Uh, um, you know, briefly, I mean, I'm originally from uh, Wisconsin, so I'm a cheesehead and actually moved to Southern California from Chicago Metro in 1985. So I've been in the health and employee benefits business for 30-plus years, uh, I'm a chartered financial consultant, a master's degree in business administration, and uh, just kind of licensed with all the major carriers in the state of California, as well as a few other western states, Nevada, Arizona, Utah, Texas. And uh, I specialize in employee benefits, uh, do not work with the property casualty area. And, uh, yeah, just very, very passionate about providing clients with the best possible alternatives uh, in these areas. Gene, this is a landscape that has changed very drastically over the last many years. Group health uh, ha- has gone, undergone so many changes. Almost, you know, there was a scare that it was going to be taken away, and then it turned into Obamacare. And I'm, I'm sure people are battle-weary out there when you talk to them about all the changes in this, the state of, uh, of what's going on. But before we get into the technical details, What's an ideal client for you? I would say an ideal client for me would be uh, typically a, a business that has from five to 100 employees. You know, over the years, I've had groups that are two employees or 302 employees, but I would say five to 100 is the most common. A lot of businesses in that area. And certainly a, a client that wants to attract and uh, retain good employees 
And uh, I would say that would be a good profile as far as the type of, of a client that I uh, tend to work well and do a great job for, Bill. Oh, I think that fits our listener profile perfectly. So, listeners, you're in luck. You're about to hear from an expert about what's been going on with group health, where we are today. And one question is, what do business owners, Gene, often not know about group health insurance? Well, that's a good question. Um, typically with group health plans, each group has a, and a renewal date or anniversary date. That's usually the first of a month, March, August, December, whatever. And then they get the renewal rates from 60 to 90 days ahead of that as far as benefit changes and rates. And I think perhaps the the one area that sometimes business owners are not aware of is that, that you know, the broker always says, yeah, they're going to shop the market and look at the best benefits. But in some cases, the commissions that a broker earns can be up to 66% or more by having one carrier versus another carrier. So a lot of times the business owner isn't aware of that. And and the broker may, you know, be working in the owner's best interest, but sometimes they're also working in 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 the best interest of the insurance broker, and and the uh, you know the business owner is not aware of that. So uh, I've had situations where, yeah, they shop the market, they look at options, et cetera, but then they always seem to migrate back. Well, the current plan is probably the best plan. You should just renew and and stay with that. And so you know, with all the different uh, networks uh, available it's become more and more complicated and uh, we very frankly try to be transparent when uh, talking with our clients and prospective clients. Uh, I, I don't know how many times I've been told, you know, owner us seems to be happy with their existing broker, but so often, you know, once we meet and perhaps get a second opinion, uh, they just become much more happy because they, they realize that what they have been doing isn't, wasn't necessarily uh, the best alternative for them, and uh, we often, uh, uh, you know, find that there's just different options that that are, in fact, in the client's best interest. So, especially in that marketplace you're talking about, the the small and small mid business, I would call it, they're they're busy. They all hands are on deck and and working very hard. So sometimes, uh, in, you know, implementing a change is a very difficult thing for them, but. Uh, as you mentioned, sometimes you know it's in their best interest to implement that change and uh, and look into something else, not only for price, but because of gaps that are opening up in some of these coverages. Can you address you know the, the kind of the landscape we've seen higher and higher deductibles, higher and higher copayments? Are there also important exclusions that have come up in group health that people should be paying attention to when when you review a policy, for instance? Well, yes, there there sure are, and of course there are certain uh, state and federal legislation that that uh, requires carriers work in certain areas. But having said that, I mean, there's even some plans that have popped up where there may be, I, I'd call it an association plan or perhaps a religious affiliation plan, which really isn't an insurance plan. And, you know, people, they do disclose typically that, you know, it's not generally a scam, and they do disclose it's not truly an insurance plan, and they collect premiums and then uh, pay out claims, and eventually, you know, they end up with some very large claims, and, and the plan dissolves, and, you know, we've seen that happen over a period of years and decades. Uh, so, I mean, depending what a business owner situation is, uh, sometimes, uh, 
if uh, you know they're going to be selling the company, I mean, if the company is going to still be viable and have a health plan, then COBRA becomes an option uh, for them. Uh, sometimes an individual plan, uh, what we call an under age 65 plan, makes sense, and sometimes a Medicare supplement uh, plan uh, might be in their best interest. So we, we try to look at all those options. We try to look at all the legislation. Uh, that is out there. Uh, obviously, you want to be compliant with uh, with what's available, whether it's a plan through Covered California, uh, individual plan directly with the carriers, a small group plan, a Medicare supplement, a Medicare Advantage plan. It does get um, uh, rather complicated. I mean, <laughs> you know, in our business, uh, uh, you know, we've got all the alphabet soup of the HSAs, HRAs, FSAs. COBRA, ERISA, AIM, CHIP, Section 125 plans, uh, family medical leave, uh, you know, liability questions, et cetera. So we just try to make sure that our clients are, are up to date and, and talk to them in, uh, in layman's language and, and just help protect them from, uh, you know, some of the pitfalls that are out there. And, you know, it's just kind of like we all say, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And uh, we just make sure our clients are properly compliant uh, in those areas, so that's, that's a, certainly a, a great question, Bill. It seems like on the front end, you, you buy a policy, and and uh, at the time that you need it, you're going to find out how good or bad their customer service is. Uh, there used to be, I remember back 15, 20 years ago, when you requested a health insurance quote for a small company, you got a book with about 20 different providers in there, and that's really skinny down now quite a bit. You don't have to reveal any names of any carriers, but are any carriers demonstrating extremely poor customer service relative to the other players in the field, or has, has all that been pretty standardized these days? Well, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I would say certainly some of the carriers tend to provide better service than others, uh, wait times on the phone, um, just being polite, etc. And uh, obviously that can vary, you know, on a given day or a given representative, uh, you know, that you happen to work with. Um, what we try to do is take a lot of that legwork away from the client, and a lot of times they'll just use our office when they want to add an employee, delete an employee, have a question on what their prescription coverage is, what their benefits are, you know, what hospitals, doctors they can go to. We, you know, often encourage them to go through our office and use myself and use our support team. Uh, we've got a, you know, staff of uh, of, uh, of uh, six people, and um, you know, we certainly want people to get good service. They want them to be as, as happy as they can be with a plan. You know, we all know insurance is expensive. We all know, you know, emergency room is. You know, medications are going up. New technology that the hospitals have to have. So all the different reasons that. Uh, costs are going up and, and you know you're paying a lot of money for that benefit and we just want to make sure that the service is there and uh you know we know some of the idiosyncrasies of the different carriers and we try to take that away from the owner the hr person the cfo the office manager whoever gets involved in assisting with the benefits and and that's very frankly where we try to be proactive and just making it as easy for the client and, and in some cases very frankly insulating them from having to deal directly with uh, some of the carriers i think we're getting to really the meat of the matter the differentiation in the marketplace while a lot of the carriers and their coverages have become more or less standardized what your agent 
does, and again, a commission is a fee for service, so the question is, where's the service for my fee <laughs> in a lot of cases for people today? So what you just hit on is that it is having a professional agent and their staff to help you run interference with some of these issues puts your people back to work that much sooner uh, on, so they don't have to wait on hold forever. They can kind of help, have their agent get get to the the answers that they're looking for. But the other thing is that you mentioned just a couple minutes ago was kind of the alphabet soup of, of ancillary things that are available to wrap around and help your employees so they can save up for that high deductible or a high copayment and not be, you know, not, not be in financial distress if they have a claim. So tell us a little bit more about some of those other offerings that are in and around the, the health insurance marketplace that you offer, Gene? Sure, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, the health savings account or HSA plans uh, have been uh, one way that employers have been able to save some money. And what this is, it is a, a federally sponsored plan. And uh, by law, the plan that you have cannot pay any co-pays for either office visits or prescriptions, either generic or brand name. And so you first have to meet a larger deductible, usually defines deductible from you know, roughly $1,000 to $3,000, and pay that deductible before you get any benefits. And, uh, of course, then the question comes up, well, yeah, but then the employees aren't happy with that plan. And, you know, that's true. So if you just implement the HSA, a lot of times you're not going to have happy employees, which is – kind of counterproductive to what you're trying to achieve. So with the HSA, the employer uh, and or the employee can contribute to a savings account uh, that's part of the uh, HSA or health savings account where then they can access those dollars for some of these co-pays, deductibles, uh, et cetera, uh, and then this accumulates on a tax-deferred basis from them for year to year from year to year if they don't use that benefit. So the HSA is one common uh, way to go. Uh, another one is what we call an HRA or a health reimbursement account. And this can get a little bit more complicated, uh, you know, just discussing off the phone, but sometimes it can be a partially self-funded plan or what we call a level funded plan. And this is the basic concept is for the employer to take out a high deductible health plan. So let's say they, okay, now they're going to save 30% of their premiums right off the top. And then underneath that high deductible, the employer can design, along with our help, can design a plan for whatever deductibles, co-pays, co-insurance uh, that they want for the different benefits. And therefore, the employee just sees these benefits that the employer custom designs, but yet there's, there's savings there, uh, even though the employer can fund part of the benefits. Uh, again, I, I in, in, in don't want to get too confusing uh, over the phone because, you know, this we, we custom design based on, uh, you know, the needs of the, the client and the owner and exactly what they want to achieve. But those are certainly um, two of the ways of, uh, of uh, implementing a plan that can uh, save uh, some, some real dollars for the employer. No, you're, you're doing a great job just giving our listeners just kind of the landscape of what's going on because 
you know, a lot of people might not have looked up lately at what's going on, but remember the days of the $100 deductible, the $250 deductible? Man, those are gone. And for employers, they need to balance between an affordable plan because their costs have gone way up and, and how they can help their employees so that at the time of claim, you know, I know anybody who's, who's had any kind of a hospital procedure or claim, myself included, is just uh, astounded at the cost of that claim. Uh, and without some kind of a backup plan, people could really be uh, financially ruined for a little while. So it's important to have somebody to come in and say, let's, let's understand where, who your employees are, what their needs are, what's available, and do some matchmaking and education so that everybody understands the best strategy to use. And that's where you come in, Gene. So, uh, you know, that, that's very helpful for our listeners to know. Why else would you say our listeners should do business with a firm like yours or, or with you specifically? Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, number one, um, you know, very frankly, we're just honest with them. Uh, we, we do what's in the client's best interest. If what they have is the best that they should stay with, um, you know, simply tell them that. And, uh, you know, so number one, we just, uh, you know, be totally uh, honest and transparent uh, with them. I think secondly, uh, the experience, uh, been in the business 30 plus years, we specialize in employee benefits and group health, dental, life vision. We do not work with property and casualty such as auto homeowners, liability workers comp, and, you know, don't try to, uh, you know, cover everything. We're uh, expertise in employee benefits and the health insurance area. Uh, and, uh, so I think honesty, number one, experience, number two. And number three, I'd say we just communication. You know, we communicate with people. Yes, we understand COBRA, ERISA, FSA plans, uh, you know, uh, Section 125, et cetera, et cetera. But we kind of explain that so it's uh, uh, understandable and, and get back, uh, uh, you know, to the bottom line. Obviously, some people are very knowledgeable in that area and some are not. But uh, I think that's, uh, you know, certainly uh, – an area that uh, you know we we uh, distinguish ourselves and really provide a uniqueness uh, for uh, you know the the average uh, broker that's out there. Bill. Well, let me give let me give our listeners a strong number four. <laughs> Gene Gene Hino gets up early in the morning and goes to network uh, with other professionals in and around this area frequently, so that when you have another situation or a problem, whether you need an attorney, an accountant. Uh, some other type of a planner, uh, that he has a strong bench of people he can refer to. And he is, I can tell you, he is well thought of in this community, in this area. Uh, and so that's another strong area. He does not uh, sit back and uh, just specialize in what he does. He looks for other people that can help you as a client to uh, to solve your other issues with high-quality people, Gene. So I applaud you for that and for getting up early and getting out there because that's uh, something that not, not a lot of people do, and uh, I see you out there a lot. So tell our listeners, Gene, what's the best way to start a, a conversation with you, find out more about you, and maybe uh, would you offer a free telephone conversation or meeting with them to discuss their needs, and how would they get a hold of you? Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, more than happy to help. Uh, you know, my office phone number is 714-734-8899. And uh, email address is uh, my first name, Gene, G-E-N-E, at kfico.com. That's G-E-N-E at K as in kangaroo, F is fantastic, 
I is intelligent, C is in congratulations, O is outstanding, dot com. Uh, and again, that office number seven one four seven three four eight eight nine nine. Or if somebody prefers, feel free to call me on my cell phone is fine also. Uh, and that number is seven one four four zero three four zero zero four. And, uh, yeah, we certainly provide a, uh, a second opinion. And, you know, we, we've had situations where, you know, we sometimes save people a significant amount of money uh, on their benefits. And, you know, I, like I said, people often said, oh, gosh, you know, they're very happy. But we find out then they end up to be a lot happier when, in fact, some savings were there that they really didn't think we could provide. Absolutely. It's important to know the landscape when you think of group health, GH. Think of Gene Hino, G.H. Gene, thanks so much for uh, being our guest today, and I really appreciate your, your insights and your wisdom. And I will see you around the, uh, the circuit of networking here in Orange County, and I hope our listeners will get in touch and have a conversation with you to find out if they can improve their benefits and their, their pricing for their employees. Well, great, Bill. I appreciate uh, you having me on the radio and the Exit Coach Radio. Certainly a wonderful resource for uh, your clients and uh, certainly be uh, happy to be a small part of it. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 